0: Section five of Coppertop This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kathleen Coppertop by Harold Gaze. Chapter five. They meet their first bear When Coppertop opened her eyes, her first thought was that the bed had become very hard, and her second that she was cold freezingly cold she sat up and then to her great surprise she saw that she was on the bed no longer but seated upon something white and glistening why it's snow she declared beautiful crisp snow but however did i get here what does that matter said a familiar voice and looking round she beheld tibbs and kiddiwee with a scream of delight she flung her arms round them But Tibbs wriggled out of her reach. He never liked being hugged. But I simply must know how we all came to be here, repeated Coppertop, when she had recovered from her excitement. It's awfully strange. Don't bother about a little thing like that. Girls are funny, remarked Tibbs grandly. But it isn't a little thing, said Coppertop. Well, anyhow, you are s and tibbs and me is too piped up kiddiwee tremendously small small are we rather assured tibbs why we're not as large as these snowflakes see good gracious exclaimed coppertop so are we However, did it all happen oh don't bother about that said tibbs again pretend we know suggested kiddiwee all right that'll be rather fun Assented Coppertop, and so it was settled. Oh, how the dear old snow sparkles, she continued. And isn't it a lovely day? Perhaps we can find a fine day here to take back to Australia for mummy and daddy to arrive on. Do let us try. You can't take one without asking the south wind, warned Tibbs. He'd be furious about it. Besides, this is too cold for December. My toes are freezing, they are cried kiddiwee joggle them about suggested his sister i can't cece they won't joggle came a pitiful little voice then rub some snow on them said tibbs while this was being done he climbed up to the top of a snowflake to spy out the land and find the way to the south winds castle it's just snow and snow and snow as far as i can see he cried oh do let me see said coppertop pull me up tibbs lent her his hand from above and kiddiwee did his best to push from below but she found it was not at all easy to climb a snowflake each piece that she took hold of melted away under her warm hands how wonderful she exclaimed when she at last reached the top and look look whatever it is it looks like a huge white mountain running towards us they all looked and surely enough a great white mass was charging down upon them it's a teddy bear exclaimed Kittyweed. only it's the hugest that ever was kitty is right cried tibbs it is a bear i can see his mouth and teeth oh dear whatever shall we do cried coppertop beside herself with fear don't be afraid," cece said "Kittyweed, i'll just shoo him away stupid he wouldn't even see you cried tibbs look out he's coming we must run and he seized hold of the other two and pulled them along with him helter skelter down the snowflake away from the bear they could hear the thud thud of his great paws under which the snow shook faster and faster they ran but the bear was running faster still when suddenly the thud of the paws stopped after waiting breathlessly for some moments tibbs climbed up to a snowflake top to see what had happened look look he cried and the other two scrambled up after him a few yards away sat the mighty bear solemnly staring at a large brown hair ribbon why it's mine exclaimed coppertop feeling one of her plates and finding the ribbon gone but how tremendous it's grown he's never seen one before whispered tibbs look i believe he is going to eat it Yes, perhaps that will do instead of us said kiddiwee and so it did for no sooner had the bear swallowed the hair ribbon which he seemed to enjoy than he smiled broadly and lifting up one paw he waved it at the children in the friendliest way he really does look very nice and soft and kind whispered coppertop to tibbs he reminds me somehow of my big bed i wonder if we ought to speak to him yes let's agreed tibbs i haven't spoken to many bears it'll be rather a rag after a little hesitation the three adventurers walked boldly up to the polar bear how de do he said smiling his broadest smile and holding out his paw which however was far too large for them to shake how do you do mr bear replied coppertop in her best society manner and feeling somehow that she was addressing her bed which was rather absurd. Mr. Bear, indeed, said the animal, and went off into peals of huge laughter. Bear, ho, ho, that's a good one. Bear, indeed. With all this fur on, I'm not nearly as bear as you are. And he rolled about and gurgled with mirth. And the children laughed too, although not quite sure what the joke was. What are you doing here? he asked. That's just what I was going to ask you, interrupted Tibbs because there aren't any bears at the south pole you know that's why we came replied the bear we thought it was quite time they had some but what about yourselves we're looking for the castle of the south wind said tibbs perhaps you can tell us the nearest way that i can replied the bear good-humouredly jump up on my back and i'll give you a lift i'm going that way myself how perfectly splendid cried copper top joyfully and scrambled up onto his back, followed by the others, and off they started at a big jog-trot. Swiftly over the snow and ice trotted the bear, climbing, at times, to the top of a huge iceberg to spy out the way, and the children had to hold tightly to his fur as he swung along. Mile after mile they went, and Copper Top felt sure they must be nearing their journey's end. We shall soon get the December day at this rate cried Tibbs. Will you? screamed a piercing voice in their ears. Not if I can prevent it. Oh, dear me, no. The clerk of the weather, they all three exclaimed. Before they could utter another word, they found themselves in the midst of a terrific blizzard. And a squalling, snowing, blowing, freezing, breezing, tearing, scaring blizzard it was, to be sure, it blew the children down from the back of the bear and rolled them over and over. It bowled them along helplessly till they arrived at the bottom of a great bank of snow, and here it could blow them no further, and so it heaped the snow over them in a large white mound until they were completely buried. End of chapter 5